Hey folks, Matt from MedicsMind.com here. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and reading what you have over on my blog, please consider giving me a like and a share. It would greatly help me get the word out and grow my listenership. As always, muchly appreciated. Be well, be safe, and above all else, keep talking to each other. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Medics Mind, the podcast. Sorry about my random interjection here, but I need to warn you, I recorded this episode back in July, so when you hear me mentioning July, that would be why. It's taken me a little while to kind of refine it and get it ready to where I wanted to post it, but it's finally there, so I'm going to post it now. I hope you guys enjoy it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Medics Mind, the podcast. Thanks very much for coming out. Uh, appreciate it. Hope you're all doing well. I don't know what it's like where you guys are at or wherever you're listening to this, but if you're in Ontario, especially southern Ontario, you will know that we are inside Satan's butthole because it is just stupidly hot, stupidly muggy, and it just sucks. It's not good. I don't like it, which is why... I have decided, actually, I got to, okay, a couple of things to tell you. Firstly, I'm finished writing the book. The book is done. I've, I've The book is written. It's it's all finished. It's with the editor, and uh, she's doing her magic to it. And then, uh, yeah, it'll be in the stores October 15th of this year. So it's on Indigo right now for pre-sale. If you haven't already, please head over to Indigo. Uh, Indigo Chapters, uh, I think it's just indigo.ca, and uh, pre-order a copy of A Medic's Mind, the book, because um, that's coming out soon, and uh, man, what a relief to be done. It is, I never knew what went into writing a book. I never knew how tough it was. I never knew how mentally exhausting and how just fatiguing in general it is, but it feels really rewarding to be done, and uh, I'm pretty excited now for what comes after. So yeah, uh, there's that. But with that, some things, just like in movies, end up on the cutting floor. And I wrote a piece, and I'm going to read it for you guys. But it's also fitting because I just spoke about the weather. I'm bringing a little, yeah, you guys can hear those, right? You hear those little, yeah, the sleigh bells ring. Yeah, you hear that? It's Christmas in July, folks. Now, I know there's probably a few of you out there saying, no! No, God, please, no, 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 no. And that's fine. That's okay. You're allowed to say that. That's It's totally fine. But I'm bringing you Christmas in July with this blog read called Christmas Steps. Uh, I wrote this. I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, yeah, it was fun to write and it was fun to remember. Uh, I don't remember too many of these calls. Most of what sticks are the bad ones. Uh, so... 
it was kind of cool to remember this. So I hope you guys enjoy it. It's coming up next, Christmas Steps. Many people hate the winter. I feel at home in it. Something about the calm and the still of it all. In the winter months, especially around Christmas, the world just seems to slow down for a while. From the ambulance, I watched craggy flakes from the cotton-white sky break off and fall to the earth, blanketing the city streets in a brilliant alabaster. If it were not for the uncomfortable embrace of my body armor, I may have been able to forget that I was working. Today had been a pretty decent day so far. I was working with Mike Skinner. Skinner was my mentor when I first got hired on with the city ambulance. He was a lot like Greg in that he was an astonishingly smart paramedic. I enjoyed working and learning from him. Best piece of advice he ever gave me? Treat every patient the same way. Always start with A, B, and C. That way you'll never mess up. The second best piece of advice ever given to me by Skinner? Pack a lunch. Hey, Maddie. 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 Skinner's gruff baritone pulled up my ears. I must have been in my own little world, watching the snow globe come to life from out my window. Uh, yeah, what's up? Coffee? Sir, that would be lovely. The ambulance jostled into gear, and the back tires struggled to find traction through the ever-mounting snow. The streets were near barren. It was as though we had an entire city to ourselves. Skinner was an experienced medic who had worked many a shift in weather such as this, so there was no chance of us getting stuck, especially when on our way to procure coffee. Our tones went off. We were snagged for a trip. Coffee would have to wait. I read the display screen and relayed the information to Skinner. After plowing through new snow, Skinner had completed the U-turn and was now steadily steering towards the call. The information about the call was innocuous enough, nothing too sinister. In fact, it came across as an alpha response, one of the lowest severities of calls a medic can be dispatched to. That didn't mean it couldn't turn out to be emergent, it just wasn't coming across that way is all. As Skinner drove skillfully through the pristine lake beds of snow, I took passing snapshots of my surroundings with my eyes. The Christmas lights that adorned almost every home in town boasted mesmeric crimsons, royal blues, and emerald greens. The falling crystals donned the nictation of whichever light it cascaded in front of before coming to rest on a bedding of flawless white. Like I said, one can almost forget they're at work. Okay, this looks to be the place. Let's grab our shit and see what it is. Sounds good, Skin. I'll grab the monitor. 10-4. Grab the airway, too. Copy. 
After grabbing what was needed, we stood at the front door of this sleepy, modest home, waited in near ankle-deep snow. Skinner knocked loudly to announce our presence. I continued to survey what was around me. Snow. Skinner and I had to ascend five to six snow-laden steps to even make it to the front door of this place, a task made unpleasantly arduous considering current conditions. The door groaned its way open, and stood on the other side was an old woman who had been horribly beaten by the passage of time. She was crippled by kyphosis and struggled to even make eye contact with us as she could only ascend her gaze so high. Hello, ma'am. Name is Mike. This is uh, Matthew. We're with the ambulance. Did you call for us? Oh, oh yes, dear. I, I need some. I need some help. See? Okay. Let's see if we can't fix what's bothering you. Mind if we come inside? No, 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 no please come, come in. There was a warm juxtaposition that greeted us from inside the home. It may have been cold and blustery outside, but inside, it was warm and vibrantly full of love and care. The entirety of this place smelled like baked delights and cinnamon candles. So, my dear, what seems to be the trouble? Skinner asked inquisitively. It's my fault, boys. I'm, I'm sorry to have called you. I just, I just can't. I can't, you see. An old man's voice spoke up from the corner of the room. A tired, kind old man was tucked away beside a flourishing Christmas tree near the rear of the living room. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. What can't you do? Are you hurt? Sick? Oh, no, no, nothing, nothing like that. I, I'm just too damn old. Oh, Jerry, stop that. You're perfect the way you are. The old lady said with an amplification of love. Ma'am, can you tell us why we're here today? I asked while lowering myself slightly as to alleviate the burden of her stare. Uh, well, it's just that... It's just that... It's just that we're, we're stuck. Or, or, or we will be. The, the, the snow is really coming down, and, and I, I don't get around so good anymore. And ever since my fall last, last year, I, I, I'm afraid that we get stuck in here, and... Well, should anything happen to Maureen, I... Uh, well... Oh, you silly old fool. I'll be fine. He, he wanted to see if you'd be able to help us shovel. You see, he can't shovel anymore, and I, I... I just don't have it in me. It dawned on Skinner and I both at the same time. This old couple had no one else to call. So in fear of being snowed in which was a very real possibility with their limited mobility, they called 911. We were it. All they had. The couple looked on as Skinner and I digested what was unfolding. It was in that moment of contemplation that I noticed a wave of shame befall the couple. It was palpable. They felt bad for having to use an emergency number for something that at one time in their lives would have been so effortless. The old man struggled to get up from his chair. Boys, uh, I'm sorry to have troubled you. I, uh, Maureen and I, uh, well, we, we, we'll be just... Do you have a shovel? Skinner broke in. Both the old lady and Jerry looked at Skinner and I with a competing expression of embarrassment and gratitude. Uh, a shovel? Oh, I, yeah, yes, yes, I, I, I think we do. Great, we'll need that. Oh, are, are, are you sure? I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, so, I'm just so sorry to have called. It's just, 
Ma'am, I said, bending at my knees a little more now. It's no issue. We'll dig you folks out. I reassured her of this with a sturdy smile. Mike and I got to work. We competed against the relentless skyfall. We each went over one another's shovel paths to ensure as much snow had been removed as possible. We did the best we could and it did look a hell of a lot better than it had, but the snow was not letting up. Nonetheless, we had done what we were asked to the best of our abilities. This isn't such an uncommon thing, being called to something like this. I had seen on the news another medic from out east doing something very similar for another old couple. I won't lie, thinking about that news story and then placing it next to the sheer relief that had emanated from the old couple inside made me feel pretty fantastic. When we had finished, we walked inside and informed the friendly old couple that the work was done. We double-checked to make sure that they were not in need of any other medical care, and before we could leave, the old woman came bounding in with excited gait while carrying a tray of freshly baked cinnamon rolls. Boys, you, you simply have to st stay for a roll and, and some tea. Skinner and I smiled at one another. Ma'am, we'd love to, but our shift isn't over. We have to get back in service. Is there anything else, anything else at all that you guys need before we go? Skinner asked. B -b boys, boy, boy, you're good boys. Real, real appreciated. Sir, Merry Christmas. Ma'am, Merry Christmas to you, I said with a tilt of my head. Skinner and I left and went back in service. We never did go grab that coffee. If you ask me, it's because we were already warm enough on the inside. I don't remember a lot of those calls. Usually it's just the bad ones that stick. But I'm glad this one's hung around. I guess I'll call it the Christmas Steps. <laughs>